Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another weird conversation with Joe Oriani, which is me, and I will be a host of this podcast. If you want to contact me, please contact me through my email for now. It's joeorianipodcast at yahoo.com. If you have any suggestions, comments, or wish to be interviewed, please do so and list your email and the subject that you want to discuss, because we do Zoom calls, so it's pretty pretty easy. Anyway, today I want to talk about crime. I want to talk about some of things soft on crime. I'm going to stick with that for a while because I'm tired of politics at the moment. They're all screwed up. Anyway, let's talk about that. To go back to when I was younger, many, many years ago, far, far away on a distant planet, in the galaxy far, far away, when I was born in Jersey City, when the police officer walked the beat, because they used to walk the beat, they don't walk anymore. But they used to walk a beat, and you always knew the officer's name. He knew who you were. You'd always say hello. They were really very, very nice. But they were also very feared and very respected. You didn't go around calling them names. You didn't go around threatening them. You didn't go around beating them up. But things, you know, during the course of time, people change. History changes. People's attitude change. And someone turns to snowflakes and weirdos. We get to modern times, and we find that sometimes, maybe the last few years, they found some police brutality. They think police are targeting this one kind of person, black or brown. If you are doing, if you are in a crime-ridden neighborhood, and if you are all black, you're going to arrest blacks. If you are in a crime-ridden neighborhood that's all white, you're going to arrest whites. So it all depends on where you are and what you're doing. Now, the police have suffered a lot of abuse over the last few years. A lot of them have quit. People can't get, cities can't get people to work. It's just a total mess. And this defund the police crap is a bunch of bull. Who's the first one you're going to call if you're being robbed? Are you going to call a social worker? Please hurry up over there. I need some help. No. You're going to call the police and you want them to respond quickly. So this defund the police path is full. Some of these Congress people who want to defund the police have their own private security, paying half a million dollars a year. You're a taxpayer money at work. Now, I have noticed over the course of the few months, we've been paying, besides politics, I've been paying attention to some of the news. 
you have these illegal immigrants in New York City that beat up on a couple of cops. And what happens? The district attorney releases them. Now, let me tell you this. If I was to go beat up a cop, I'd still be in jail. I'd have bonds, set, all kinds of stuff. But the New York district attorney decides to release them, and he has trouble now getting them back where they're supposed to be. Because they fled. We knew they would. You don't know their real names. You don't know who they are, what they're about. I am convinced that the people are coming over here, not all of them, but like with the Chinese lately, with the military haircuts and stuff, they are sent from prisons. Venezuela emptied out their prisons, all kinds of stuff. So we don't know who these people are. Anyway, you know, four months ago, the New York Post reported that four charges of velocity would be dropped against an alleged gang member with a long history of crime and accused of stealing 25,000 in merchandise before heist. He went to social workers to counsel him. Unbelievable. He was arrested again after that anyway, as he punched a 14-year-old boy and stole his car and phone and cash. You know, if you do the crime, you should be able to do the time. We all know that's what, what I was brought up with. If you committed a crime, you go to jail. Good luck. See you. Judge will throw your ass in jail. Now, they make the law so simple that you can go right in now. It's like a rotating door. The police get frustrated. The community gets frustrated. I mean, you know, that happens That happens quite a bit. I mean, it happens in all different states. Illinois, California. California is good for that. They, they have this thing where you can uh, shoplift up to like $900 and nothing's going to happen to you. They don't let the employees stop these shoplifters afraid of getting hurt. That's ridiculous. You know, we used to do that when we worked in the store. We stopped people. And they, it's, it's absolutely crazy that they can get away with it. People stab people on a subway here in New York. They're out the next day. Are you kidding me? And then after that, they commit the same crime. There's a guy who, I'm reading this article now, who had who had a shoplifter, okay? He had, he had 50 times this year alone. He came up with so many shoplifters, and they said, well, you know, they keep, they keep letting him out. They're hoping they tell him, don't steal again. And he does it. You know, oh, what is wrong with you people? The DAs, a lot of them funded by George Soros. I don't understand his, his thing either. I don't understand what his problem is, why you would let this stuff go. I mean, yeah, you want to support DAs, but make them strong on crime. What what is the difference here? What what is the problem? I don't get it. I mean, if I went into a store and robbed somebody, I'm going to jail. Now, New York, the district attorney sent out a letter. He he said it was misread that for a day not to charge people with felons. You know, if they had a gun or something, don't worry about it. I don't know what this country is coming to, and I say that almost every week because it does totally surprise me. People do the crime, don't do the time. You have to have in your head, you hijack a car, you beat up an old woman, you you 
breaking our house. Uh, let's talk about that for a minute. Like in Georgia, they had 1,200 homes that are occupied by people who shouldn't be there. They destroy and wreck the homes. The police can't do nothing. But Georgia is finally going to pass a law to make it a lot stronger and stricter. But if it's your house, I mean, you're trying to sell a house, you got an empty, and people are going in there and just squatting? No. You show up with proof that you own a house, and they show something that says, not who are you going to believe? The police's hands are tied. That's ridiculous. Why? I mean, if I walk down the street and I get mugged, what's going to happen? The mugger would be in jail for 24 hours and could come out. And there he goes. He can skip bail. He can go. He can do anything he wants. Or he can go commit another crime, which most of them do. I get so frustrated when I read that. Just, I know if it was me, what would happen? And I know most of you know if it was you, what would happen? We wouldn't stand a chance. And beating up a police officer is totally out of the question. You're here, you got here illegally, you committed a crime to begin with, and then a bunch of you gang up on two police officers. The other day there was a problem in a place where they were kept up, kept. It was not a detention center, it was like where they put housing and stuff. I can even call it a detention center. But illegal immigrants in New York, and they started rioting and throwing stuff at the police. You know, you ungrateful bastards, get the hell out of here. You're getting $53,000 in credit cards. Now, I don't even have that. I, I worked most of my life. So the ungrateful criminals, the criminals that walk free, the criminals who don't get charges pressed against them, and the poor cops who got to watch them go in, watch them come out, Community got to watch them go in, watch them come out. They're forming gangs, like the Dragon Ladies, trying to feel their snowballs in New York City. It was never that bad. It was never like that. And the cops don't do nothing because they can't. They can't. They don't know who the hell it is. You need more undercover cops. You need more. You need a lot of things. That's not only, no, I'm not picking on New York. They just happen to be dead center at the moment. You got that in Chicago. Even the residents don't want no more illegal immigrants there. But they're still sanctuary cities, sanctuary states. One of the Democrats in Chicago, I believe it was, was yelling about the illegal immigrants coming and how Texas sent them to them. But you're a sanctuary state. You want it. You get the criminals with the good and the bad and the ugly. And all these Chinese people coming over. No offense to the Chinese people, but most of them couldn't hardly speak English. Most of them look like they were in 20, 22, 24s. Well, they're going to form gangs to make money because they're not going to do much or anything else. So what are they going to do? Yay, Gavin Newsom. Why don't you run for president and screw the country up some more? But the only time I ever had a problem with crime that I recall when I was just getting out of the service, I was sitting on a bank stoop in Jersey City. One o'clock in the morning, and these three guys come over, and somebody asked me for a dollar. I said I didn't have any, sorry. And the guy kicked me in the face and busted my nose open. So now I go in the middle of the street, and a cop car comes by and tells me to get off the effing street. Blood pouring out of me. I go to the emergency room, 
And the same two cop cars, the same two cops show up. No, I'm sorry, we didn't know it was that bad. The reason they didn't bust these people was because one of the guys was the son of a detective, a captain or something. So, but Conrad is a bitch, as they say, because about a month later, he OD'd. There's one person in this world that was not sorry, and you look it out. Hallelujah. One, one person off the street. The only other crime I was close to was when I worked in the bar as a bartender. She's a really beautiful Spanish girl come walking in. She sat at the end of the bar. The bar was like semi-circled, and she ordered a drink. She sat there. It was busy. Her hours stood there talking to her. Taking her home. They should have. But anyway, some guy comes in. I don't really pay too much attention to him. He's sitting there talking to her. She gets up and leaves with him. The next day, knock on the door. It's the homicide division. Now we have a pot on the table. The police come in and they said, don't worry about the pot. We're not here for that. Oh, what are you here for? Apparently, this girl was taken. A guy strung her up, killed her. I don't know what happened to him. Oh, he died too. So that's, that's just the way it is. When, when crime happens to you or around you, you know it's happening. You're aware of it. These people who have no say they've never been around crime, these pant wetters that want to just go and say, oh, leave them alone, give them some counseling, send them at this, send them that. No, it don't work. That's like sending an alcoholic to a bar and watch him sit them in the corner, let them watch. Not going to happen. If you don't put somebody and incarcerate them for the crimes, they're going to think they can get away with it every time. And even in jail, they still think they can get away with it every time because they come back out and do it. Sitting there having a social worker talk to them or go to community service. No, 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 no. Now, have I committed crimes over the years? Probably. You know, when you're drunk and doing drugs, you're committing crimes, carrying a gun, carrying, you know, all kinds of good stuff. I didn't get caught. If I had gotten caught, I would have went to jail, as my friend did, for three years. That's just the way it is. You know, he got caught selling drugs, and away he went. I had stopped at that time, so I was okay. I didn't, didn't really care. Didn't like it anyway. But yeah, so you have to be aware of the people who are in neighborhoods or areas that you don't see too much crime, so they're kind of say it's not happening to me, I don't care. Ladies and gentlemen, sooner or later, somewhere down the road, it's going to happen to you. These criminals must do the time. These lenient judges, the lenient district attorneys, the rocker. You know, I don't wish bad ill on anybody, but if they had some crime committed to them, either carjacked or something. See what they do with them people. They can put away in a dark cage somewhere and never seen again. But us normal people, nah, we don't get the same privilege of, of watching somebody be put away in a squad car. If they are, they're just going for a nice joyride to the police station and back. If somebody threatens you, it's not enough. You got to have proof these days. So anyway, if somebody comes along and threatens me and there's no witnesses, ain't a damn thing I could do about it. If there's witnesses, 
They take them down to the police station, ask them one or two questions, and they release. Now, the same person that threatened you is going to come over and kill you. That's one of the things, domestic violence, that happens to women and to men, but mostly to women. Domestic violence kills a lot of people. This order of protection sometimes don't work. A criminal will not pay attention to it. They will go find that wife or girlfriend or ex-wife and kill them. They don't care. If I can't have her, nobody can have her is what they say. But it wasn't my fault that I hired somebody to go kill them. Maybe I'm watching too much ID channel. I don't know. But I see all them things and I wonder and I read the articles on domestic violence. And I, I did a podcast on domestic violence. You should go listen to it with Katie Smith. And it's quite interesting for people who are having problems. And it tells you, I tell you where to reach out to people for help. Because no matter what you do or say, no matter what the system does or say, that person is coming for you. That order of protection isn't worth the paper it was written on sometimes. Because people make a mistake and think, oh, they're changing. Yeah, yeah, they're changing, all right. Then you're ready to your heart to cut it out. Anyway, on that happy note, I think I'll talk a little bit more about politics. I mean, I was watching the Trump interview the other day, and he said he wanted to debate Joe Biden. He would say it every day. And I have this to say to you, Donald, why won't you debate Nikki Haley? Simple question. And don't say because you're ahead. That's that's a that's a cop out. And Joe Biden, everybody's one hundred percent convinced, and I had told you before, he's not picking it to the presidency. Kamala Harris was saying how ready she is, but you know what? No, she ain't ready. Well, we're not ready for her. When he goes to California, he, who knows what he's going to do? But when this comes out and they go towards the election, somebody will be taking his place at the convention. I can almost see it. So can everybody else. He's unfit mentally. And honestly, Trump is just far behind him. As I told you in my last podcast. But anyway, as I was saying, Donald Trump, who wants to be buddy-buddy with Putin, I heard him again say it would have never happened if he was in power. That may or may not be true. We never know. We can't do, can't do hypotheticals. What we can do is see that he thinks he can call up Putin and put an end to it. He doesn't want to arm Ukraine. That, that, to me, that's bad. I don't know what he wants to do about Taiwan. They haven't asked him that question. We shouldn't become isolationists. He will cut off all funds to Mexico. That, that's a good thing. While as Texas builds their own little new National Guard fort right at the edge of the border, and the government and the governor and the president of Mexico laughs at the governor of Texas. But, you know, that's the way the world all screwed up, going to hell in the handbasket. As I said before, I don't think uh, this world will be around a couple more years. That's my prediction. I may not be for sure, but the way things are now, somebody's going to press the wrong button at the wrong time and say the wrong thing and do the wrong thing. Unstable people are running this country and a lot of other countries, Iran, Russia, China, uh, Argentina, 
We can go on and on. Brazil's having problems. Ecuador. So who is running this world? Who is, we could say, is halfway normal? Only the poor people that got to put up with all this BS. And you know what? We're too stupid to change things. You got these, a district attorney in New York who wanted to go after Donald Trump and did, but her platform was, I'm going to bring down Donald Trump. You're not, you didn't say anything about crime. You're not doing nothing about crimes. How do these people vote for you? How do they vote for Trump? I haven't heard Trump say what he's going to do other than the border. I'm going to make America great again. Well, hell, I can say that. Too. Yeah, I'm making America great by talking to you. Biden, he doesn't say much anything anymore anyway. He's lucky he could talk. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., I haven't seen much advertisement. I haven't seen anything. The other guy, Dean, I forget his last name, running for the Democratic Party. I haven't seen anything either. Democrats just shut them all down, the DNC. And Laura Trump on the RNC thinks that it'd be okay for them to give money to Trump. No, those are for senators, Congress. We can't lose that. They need the money. You know, what Donald's going to do is I have no idea. His lawyers ain't saying. I know he's going to appeal that decision for that $400 million. Uh, but I'm sure he can get a bond or something, you know, help him out. Don't use the money that's needed here. Anyway, with that happy little thought, just remember, if you are not laughing, you are not living. And everybody have a great day and a great weekend. A little chilly here in Florida, but I'm enjoying the heck out of it. To then, the next time, my friend.
Tschüss.